Hello, I'm Mark Storey. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of a charity called SM4Cs, based in Sheffield, and we help older people. So looking at preventing loneliness and isolation, but also reducing bed blocking and, and helping people come out of hospital sooner than they perhaps normally would. This is a really easy first question for me. You could probably guess what it's going to be. What do the 4C stand for? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's quite a long title. It's Sheffield Church's Council for Community Care. Okay. Uh, however, we're not a council. Right. We're not a church. Okay. <laughs> and we don't do domiciliary care. Uh, so I like to say that those 4Cs now stand for committed, credible, caring and compassionate. Brilliant. Okay. That's, that's, that's nice. I like that. That's really, really good. Can you give us like a whistle-stop history in 30 seconds of the organisation? In 30 seconds? Wow, that's 56 years in 30 seconds. All right. I can if, try. You've got 56 seconds. <laughs> I can try. Uh, yeah, we set up in 1966. In actual fact, so the first meeting year, was... good year. Yeah, of course. The first meeting was in 1965. It must have been the World Cup in 66 that, that really got everything going <laughs> and, uh, and got us set up. So we, we started by the churches coming together at a time when the different denominations didn't really speak to each other. Right. And it was really to do anything that a good neighbour would do. Yeah. So it was based on people who were coming out of hospital and needed a little bit of support. Yeah. And that might have been emptying pantries because there weren't many fridges around, I don't think, yeah. at that point. So it was emptying pantries of food that had gone off. It was... Uh, perhaps changing a light bulb, maybe a little bit of uh, uh, prevention of loneliness and isolation, sure. so a bit of friendship, things like that. And over time, it's developed. So in the 1970s, 1977, I think, we started doing work with hospital discharges, and that was at the Royal Hospital. Right. Uh, and then the following year, uh, we started working at the Royal Hallamshire mm -hmm. uh, in... 87 we then introduced our services to the northern general as well right, okay. and that was all for uh, helping with discharge so patients who older patients who were coming out of hospital all the way through that we were still doing the prevention of loneliness and isolation mm -hmm. so we focused on those older people that really had nobody to talk to and we would go and support them and do what what we call friendly visiting mm -hmm. so in in essence you're, you're a friend uh, and time's moved on. You know, we're still doing all those activities that we were doing in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And I suppose the biggest point of our history came in 2017 when we won or we were honoured with the Queen's Award for Voluntary Service. Brilliant. Which is the highest honour for a volunteer organisation in wow. the UK. Okay. Which we're rightly proud of. It came that there was another Royal Award followed that. Uh, we won't mention who that was from. Okay. Enough said. <laughs> and then in 2020, we also got a third royal recognition, which was from the Countess of Wessex. Right. And that was as part of the British Chambers of Commerce and Sheffield Chamber of Commerce. And we were awarded UK Business Hero status. Right. For our work during COVID. That followed by uh, us winning the uh, Social Impact Award at last year's Business Awards. Yep. And also in the same year, we got the Special Recognition Award from the President. Uh, and I'd like to leave it hanging there and just say the President because 
it impresses people and people go, <laughs> what, what president's this? Uh, it, it, it was the president of Sheffield Chamber of Commerce. Yep. Uh, and that was, again, for our work during COVID. Right. That's amazing. It was slightly more than 56 seconds, but I will let you, I will <laughs> let you off. Obviously, you know, people are living longer now. Yes. I guess that means there's more demand, more pressure on your services all the time. Uh, at the same point, I guess for pretty much anyone, the thought of our, you know, uh, whatever the situation is, our elderly relatives being lonely on their own, struggling with something, is just a really awful thought for anyone to comprehend. You mentioned COVID there as well. How, how have things changed in the last mm. few years with that, that pressure and that demand that, that you've had? Yeah, certainly we, we've seen much more demand. Yeah. Uh, I think the year of COVID, we, or the year before, we had roughly 3,500 referrals. And during COVID, we did not stop. Right. So we maintained our services. We changed services slightly. Yep. So we didn't do face-to-face friendly visiting, for example. Uh, we did telephone support. Yep. We introduced the pen pal scheme yep. so that people didn't feel socially isolated. Uh, we continued doing the hospital-to-home transport for those that needed it with safety precautions obviously taking part of uh, And in that year, we did the same number of referrals that wow. we did pre-COVID this last year that's gone up from three and a half thousand to five thousand four hundred wow and we're looking at topping five thousand four hundred this year amazing work that you're um, that you're doing we're we're running out of time but what I want to ask is um, what what are you looking for from people what what help do you need what support do you need from 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 Mm. people of course uh, I think there's three asks really Uh, the first is we rely on volunteers yep. and we've got something like 189 volunteers at the moment who are doing friendly visiting yep. and preventing that loneliness and isolation that is pervasive in society today. Yep. We have got over 100 people on a waiting list. Right. So you know, we're always looking for volunteers and, and volunteers who can give an hour, an hour a week, it's not much to ask. Yeah. And actually it makes a huge difference to somebody who's lonely. Somebody who might not see anybody for a, a month at a time. You know, there's plenty of older people who, who say TV is their only form of company. Mm-hmm. Plenty of older people, I think it's over 3 million older people who say that they're most often lonely because actually they go a month without seeing a neighbour, friend, family. Uh, and it's just wrong. It yeah, really is wrong. It's a horrible so, thought, isn't it? So that's the first ask. And obviously, we can't do what we do without funding. Yeah. Uh, and like every charity, we rely on generous donations from members of the public. Yeah. So I know we're in we're in a bit of a, a, a situation at the moment with the economy. Yeah. Uh, and it's a difficult ask. It really is a difficult ask to go to somebody and say, you know, can you support our work? Because they're they're needing every spare bit of cash they've got as well yeah. uh, but I will still ask you know no matter how small every donation it does really make a difference and it can change somebody's life okay and how can people donate what should anyone who wants to or, or anyone that's interested in finding out more about giving up some of their time and volunteering of for course it? yeah they can go to our website which is sccc.co.uk so Sierra Charlie 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 Charlie.co.uk <laughs> Uh, and there's links on the website so they can donate on the website they can send an email 
uh, and they can also contact our volunteer coordinator directly yep. if it's about volunteering. So that's 014-250-5293. Brilliant. All right. Thank you very much for your time today. No, you're more than welcome. And thanks for uh, allowing me to join you.